in a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. The Top 10 is proud to bring you The Realist. Realist! Realist! Welcome, everybody, to one of our favorite uh, shows to do here related to the top ten, and that is The Realist. 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 Oh, look at that. You got it on time. Um, Sometimes you're a little slow on that. I don't want to. I wanted to. I've been I'm sorry. I'm, I'm juggling a lot of hats over here. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, really? Because you're, uh, you know, just rifling through on uh, your ship. You could, you could download an air horn and help me out. If oh, you like. I, I don't feel like that's the right thing really? for me to do. Oh, see, no, I, I, like I like that. If I int- introduce the show and then do the air horn, it feels like. Oh, there we hey, go. We actually have somebody that's sitting in there, and he's about five minutes away from walking out of the door. Yeah, he is. He can't. He, he doesn't enjoy our show like he used to in the past. I used to gone. sit through everybody else's bullshit, you know. Oh, I know. It's Instead true. of the one thing that he knows he enjoys, if he's got to be actually at work, which is his babies, this goddamn show. Oh right, yeah, good point. Good no, I'm point. talking while he's got to be here. If he only had this show, he'd be really happy about it. And I would love to invite him on, but fuck it, no, 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 now no. I don't even know if he's still listening, but if he is, he's that was, he said he's walking. I'm out totally right. gone. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> you lousy son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! You gave out all the signals. I'd have you spayed. I retract nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the relist, the relist. Uh, this show is. Uh, we open it up to three patrons over patreon.com forward slash the top 10 uh, with the number 10. You can uh, join the relist over there and you get access to our Topic Thunder show and the video before everybody else and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Um, but we pick three at random thanks to help from uh, Chris Alexakos for yes. doing all this because the relist can sometimes be – it's a lot of juggling and trying it to get is. people, especially after the holidays. I know this month was especially tough for him. So thank you so much, Chris, because uh, it means the world to us. So he sent out to three uh, individual patrons, and then yeah. the first one chooses the topic, and the second two submit their lists. And we talk about their movies. We don't take any of them away. Nope. nope. We just talk about their movies. We don't add anything. Uh, and then we combine the two lists at the end. It's kind of like our show, but yeah. it's, it's for the fans. It's a FUBU. Yeah. For you, by us. Why are you playing to the camera again? Uh, because <laughs> why not? It's right there. Okay. And we're all narcissistic, all and right. you forget that for half a second. Fair enough. I think I was selling a little bit better until you interrupted I'm me. I'm sorry. I apologize. Bitch. No one's going to watch it. Dude, I was putting you in that car. <laughs> I was getting you in that car. That's fair. I slapped the hood. You are on board. That's true. That's true. And I noticed, wait a minute, there's no wheels on this goddamn car. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. Well, you know where we're going. We yeah. don't need wheels. Oh, good, good reference. Uh-huh. Good reference. Thank you. By the way, you should get. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you want to walk in right now and just start reading some lists? That's fine. I'll have you on. Um, I love cl- it. How close were either John or Matt to being chosen as the baby's name? I'm going to put the earphones oh, back on for this. Cody, really, talk to me. I mean, uh, the power rankings, I'd say it was a top 50. You guys both oh, made, maybe? To- oh, top 50? Top he, he only knows two? 25 people. It's true. <laughs> I don't know. By implication, he only knows 25 names? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Mm, makes sense if, you know, the Bucks are the team that you gravitate to most in the is National it, Football League. Is it really his team? Yeah, Wait, oh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Guys. That's not necessary. Not <laughs> oh, the Tampa Bay. Is he coming back or not? Is Jameis coming back or not? I hope not. Uh, I feel like where else is he going to go? It's weird, man, because he is hyperbolically great and terrible. Yeah. He's like Richard Gere. He's got nowhere else to go. 
And the Bucks have no one else to replace him. With. Yeah. Yeah. What are they gonna trade for Nick Foles? Draft pick. Ugh. Draft somebody. <sighs> Tua? No, I would touch Tua with a Tua foot pole. Matt Thank that. you very much. Oh. Thank you for Cody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, Tua yeah. for for movie fans out there, Tua at this point. <laughs> Looks like Mr. Glass. Yeah. And every does. time somebody on the defense touches him, he shatters an injury that you've never heard of before. It's true. It's true. And you're like, what the f- I didn't know you could do that. You he- could snap your fucking Achilles and it ruptures your ankle. What? what? And it fractures all your toes. Yeah. I didn't think that was good for you. You got a brain hemorrhage from a dislocated knee. It's weird. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway. I know. I just lost one. Was yeah. that you as well? Uh, yeah. I think Cody's messing with us now. Um, all right. Should we jump into this thing? Uh, yeah, so uh, once again, the relist, they send it in, we read it, and uh, thanks to Chris for helping us put everything together. So yeah. the person that chose uh, the topic was Mr. One, Robert Babo Haley. Babo! Babo! Um, and he chose uh, top 10 inspirational scores. Wow. I have yeah. nothing to offer to this, I don't think. I, I think I think because people have been clamoring for us to do some sort of music Tie yeah, you're yeah. not wrong, but I don't know how you choose a top ten soundtrack, right? Or a, t- a soundtrack might be easy, but top, top ten like uh, film score, composer, yeah, film yeah, score, yeah, yeah, dude, I don't, right, right. Why don't you narrow by genre? Sports alone, that's fair, that's absolutely fair. And you're like, okay, now it's talking. Oh, it was science fiction, right? You historical. It's like you got to give me something because otherwise, yeah. there's just too many films, right? It's a fair point. Um, All so, right. Anyway, so. Yeah. Robert said uh, he, he narrowed it down just a little bit with inspirational, I guess. Yes, I guess so. Yeah. I guess since I have a laptop, is it easier for you to open the attachment with the second? Uh, I have Ed Buskirk's list, but okay, I can go a, to the other one. Doesn't matter. Whichever is easier for David you Because David Mitchell read. Baker's the other one, right? Uh, no, it's from Eric Bloor. Oh, Bloor. David oh, Mi- I see. Yes. I don't know if one is easier for you on your phone. Oh, either way works. Okay. I'm, I'm cool either way. All right. Well, I got the PDF in front of me, so good to go. Okay. So, you, so you're going to read. Ed's? Go for it. You can start off with Ed at the top. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Here's what I'll tell you to you about Ed. I'm going to. I'm going to listen. I got a limit. You all need to know this. When you're sending in stuff to the, for the relist, please don't send in like two paragraphs per option. We want to keep the show as tight and short and sweet as possible to give you guys full humor and full enjoyment and limited amount of time. That's what I'm saying. Um, it's a verbose fan, and he's, he's got thoughts to express, and God love him. It's a free country. Ed Busker, John and Matt, although you are more than welcome to, please don't feel you need to read all of this on the air. Okay, I won't. No, I'm joking. This is my first relist, and although I will try to be brief with my thoughts for each film, you failed miserably, Ed. Uh, I would like to thank you for the countless hours of entertainment that you have provided us all with. Oh, it's very kind. You may or may not know that my wife and songwriting partner became permanently disabled a number of years ago due to a mental illness. All right, so I'm an asshole. Yep. Although she is not a shiny. You're playing to the camera, too, by the way. I am playing. I'm sorry. You're right. We are narcissists. Although she is not a shut-in, she struggles with a processing issue that makes it difficult for her to process noise and some images. This forces us to choose carefully our outings, keeping us in an environment we can control most times. Dude, Ed, that is incredible that you're so uh, loving of your wife that you are willing to, like, just completely alter things so that she has the most amount of enjoyment possible uh, in a situation. So shout out to you, man. Uh, Just incredible love you're showing here. Crowded restaurants and movie theaters can be very stressful, so we have tried to replicate the theater-going experience at home. Totally makes sense. I say all of this just so that you know how much the show means to us as I share with her the top ten each week. We then make our own lists, often bantering back and forth before listening to the official show and discovering how close or far off we are from your lists. I say wow, to help repair your image from this (laughs) precipitous... Icarus-like fall, 
where you're up near the sun and it melted the wax that was holding the wings I upon mean, your back. I mean, the one time I say something. I know. You got uh, that's some <laughs> tremendously bad luck. Why don't we, by giving back, since they do the theater experience at yeah, home, yeah. look, once a week I, I can show up and I can give you the newest thing that I've had to deal with when I've seen a movie because I got loads of them. You know oh, what I mean? Oh. Every time we talk about a big movie apparently in the yeah. past like six, eight months yeah. since the AMC stubs passed and we're using that. Yeah. I've got a new one. Almost every movie I go oh, to. okay. So I can show up at your house and just replicate for you <laughs> the annoyance that I've had to deal with walking in and making eye, eye contact with somebody that's clearly getting a hand job right now. Oh, really? Where the hell do you go? It was a Burbank AMC. What? Right here. Yeah, I don't go to those areas, man. But so you don't go to Burbank? No. Well, we're in Burbank. I go to Century City. I I'm going to go to an me, AMC. Uh, I, uh, what did I just see in the Century City? Shit, I just saw it like a week ago. <laughs> Week and a half ago, and I was like, "That right, memorable." It's a new one. No, it was one with a bunch of old people came out to see it with me. It was for the award season. Oh, it might have been nineteen seventeen. It was like during the day. Okay, might have been something else. It was awards fair. Okay, uh, that one wasn't bad compared to like the Star Wars one I brought a couple weeks ago. <laughs> like, that's your mom, bro. <laughs> that's your mom, bro. Or the people interrupting us in Spider Man. Oh or, yeah, I don't uh, have any of these experiences. Yeah, well, you know, you're a critic. You know, oh, going to the early premieres. <gasps> I don't go to premieres. I hate going to premieres now. Um, I say all this. Okay, we, uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, thank you. The show has been a constant source of laughter and conversation, and we both thank you for that. Thank you. I and a few of my kids, the older ones, I have five. Jesus, five will be joining you both for both live shows in Houston. Ooh. Not on the current date, though. Yeah, as someone pointed out, which I did not even think of, we got that information. We did the announcement on the best of 2019, which is spoilers. So if you oh, haven't seen any of these right, movies. Right, fair. But we've talked about it since. Unfortunately, Houston, uh, we we are uh, you know basically looking for a new date. Yeah. Uh, to come out there, and now I'm playing to the camera. You are. Uh, but you should have gotten your refund by, back by now. And if you haven't, please email us at. Uh, pardon me. Um, either the top ten live with the number ten at Gmail or uh, uh, top ten show. Uh, or pardon me, top ten podcast. I'm yeah. Sorry. I do this like every third. Top ten show podcast at gmail dot com. I think you just combined the two of them. Top 10 show, top 10 podcast at gmail.com, right? It is, because we have several of these. Yeah, <laughs> top 10 podcast, all spelled out at gmail.com. Uh, there you go. Yeah, between that and my personals and other things on the side, it's like, eh, I forget. I get on it. Occasion. For my list, I hope I've given some personal but maybe unusual choices that may turn someone onto a new soundtrack or score. This could have easily been a list of all Williams or Horner music that inspires me and I would be just as valid. But I tried to mix it up with several different composers. All right, number 10, Seven Samurai. From Fumio Hayasaka. Is that on your list? Okay. Not on my list. Having just recently discovered the film through my film school, i.e. the cinephiles. <laughs> That's nice. This soundtrack may make it higher on my list in the years to come, but I have not been able to get this music out of my head since I watched the movie. Yeah, nor should you. It's only a 28-minute soundtrack. But Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I went to buy it an LP over at Amoeba because I'm into the records now. And I was like – I saw the – I did the calculation on my calculator on my phone about how long these tracks are. And it was like 28 minutes. I was like, yeah, I'm not buying 28 minutes for $20 and it's not happening. But it's great. Not what you can find on YouTube for free. Exactly. And download it for free. Uh, my own way. Uh, but yeah, that's the number 10. So not on your list? Not on my list. Okay. What do you got at nine? Nine is Last of the Mohicans, which I would have put in the top five. But – 
It's a good choice. Not on this list. Okay. Trevor Jones and Randy Edelman from the main title track on this score lifts the spirits, especially the most well-known track, The Kiss. That's right. This soundtrack may be the very best part of this movie, and that is saying something in a Daniel Day-Lewis film. It's certainly equal to how good that movie is. That's for damn sure. Uh, well, the, yeah, the string section. Yeah. It just, it's got this great little almost uh, march-like pace to it. Yeah. But the lilt between the, the strings, and sometimes yeah. it gets to these soaring crescendo, and it's the same repetition of, of structure. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is. It's damn good. And it's taking you on the adventure. Mm-hmm. It's moving. The score moves you. Like, it's moving you physically and your mind as you listen to it. So, yeah. Uh, all right. His number eight is Emma from Rachel Portman. Rachel Portman is such an underrated – is that on your – Nope. Okay. She's such an underrated composer, but her work on the 1996 movie Emma, Emma, which starred Gwyneth Paltrow, is not only gorgeous, it always, it's always a source of inspiration when I am feeling a bit low. Wow. I okay. Okay. I respect that. Sure. Thank you, Bobo. Is that Bobo? No, sorry. Thank you, Ed Buskirk. I no, Bobo that. gave us the topic. That's right. That's it. Bob Robert Haley. All right. What's your number uh, 10? Um, All right. Well, he writes. Oh, yeah. What does he say? uh, Hi, Matt and John. Hello from Toronto. I've been a fan since the beginning of the show. I enjoy and look forward to the show every week. I enjoy the banter between the two of you guys. You constantly make me laugh. For my list, I had one qualifier, the score, uh, and had to inspire emotions, be it good or bad emotions, and add some to the films for me. Mm. At 10, he's got Tron Legacy. Ooh, nice choice. Let me see here. I don't know about inspirational, though. Well, maybe. Depends on how what inspires you, I guess. It's all subjective. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, I, I... No, not on here. That was... It's my, you know, for two seasons, that was one of my go-tos albums to listen to while skiing. Oh, yeah. Because it just kind of puts you into a zone. You get sucked in, and I'm more focused on what I'm doing. Right. Uh, as I'm doing it. I agree. Uh, he says, uh, I love the score in the movie. I, I think it helps bring the world of trying to life. Having Daft Punk doing the score was amazing. As a fan of EDM music, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I agree. I think Daft Punk was a f- the perfect choice yeah. to bring this digital music form that still has cinematic aspects to it inherently yeah. in the way they you know create and orchestrate their own songs. Yeah. And to marry that beautifully with a movie, they help tell numerous different scenes yeah. just through the music alone. I agree with you. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's one I've kept on um, – like I rarely buy scores. And I rarely keep them on my iTunes when I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one that has stayed on since the first time I saw the movie. Yeah, I know the movie's not 100% great, but I like it. And I like what it presents and the possibilities and the concepts. Exactly. But the music itself is really next level. It's so much better than the movie. So I like to listen to the mm-hmm. – and, and think about the best parts of the movie while I'm listening yeah, to Yeah, your music. favorite scenes? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got all the potential in the world. I hope they go back to it. Yeah. Because there's genuinely something unique and interesting here. This movie just left me at the end. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, I was left unfulfilled. Right. Plus, Clue looked weird. No matter how much I kind of got used to him, I never did. Yeah. Uh, nine, he's got Jurassic Park. Uh, not on this list. All right. He says the score in this movie is for one iconic for one. Interesting. For one iconic. For one. Yeah. And, um, and what else? From the first time uh, that you see the island, when you hear the main theme to the end credits, uh, I was just in awe. Mm. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Really, they do set the tone. Spielberg made a nice choice. Is that another Williams? Uh, Yeah, I think so. And He's only done a couple of them that are not... Outside of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's kind of his go-to. I I don't blame him. His go-to. Well, it's like De Niro with Scorsese and Scorsese with De Niro. Yeah. You got somebody you really enjoy working with. 
or the directors and cinematographers that work together a lot. And yeah, it's got to be cool to have some sort of collaboration where you both you create this organic vision. Yeah, uh, I dig it. Yeah, Jurassic Park's great. He Eight, he's got Coco. Oh wow, the Pixar movie. He says uh, not in the not on this uh, list here for Buskirk. Okay, all right. This movie is simply beautiful. From the look, uh, parenthetically, the animation to the story, uh, the music both uh, – and to the music and the score and the songs. Remember Me is both crushing and lovely oh, at the same yeah. time. True. It brings a tear to my eye every time. Tracks like Crossing the Marigold Bridge and One Year Later just enhance the movie. Yeah. And don't disagree? Yeah. That last song. Yeah. When he's singing in the grandma. Forget it. Boom. The, who the actual uncle was. Yeah. And, you know, music isn't a bad thing, but it's it's her holding on to the memory of her father. And yeah, she's managed to do it all these years, and you couldn't mm-hmm. figure out why this this one soul was still alive. Yeah, because she was being held on by his daughter. But when she's like, "Remember me," and she sings that back, yeah, and she wish, reverts back to being the you're like, Ooh. "I wish the rest of the movie had been that good to me." Mm, okay, that end is a gut punch. Even though I was like, "This is good. It's beautiful yeah. to look at." Yeah, that Marigold Bridge is stunning. Oh yeah. Absolutely, visually incredible. They yeah. do it over and over in this weird yeah. built-up city in the you know spectral state. I don't know exactly what it is. It's beautiful. I just yeah. thought I don't know. It kind of the B story or no the A story, but how it almost takes a B story with the guy that he thinks is Elvis in yeah, essence, yeah. and that's his dad and whatnot. I wasn't as kind of checked into that. Right, right. Is it because there was Latinos? I told you the gut punch at the end was fantastic. <laughs> Who who's a bigger? Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to think. Edward James almost fan. This guy. Oh, yeah. There you are? This oh, guy. interesting. All right. Uh, who loves Cheech and Chong? This guy. Oh, all right. Fair. fair. 50% Cheech Marin. <laughs> You're a big LaBamba fan. Big LaBamba fan. Big. Huge. Huge. Lou Diamond was Latino to me. By the way, I didn't know he's still – he's on that Fox show, the one Michael Sheen. Yeah, Prodigal Son. Yeah. I tried. I, yeah, I know. Me too. I was th- uh, flipping through the channels last night and happened to ca- – I didn't even know Lou Diamond had been on the show or is on the show. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. It was the other characters, so yeah. Lou Diamond's team, yeah. and I just – all the – I don't understand. You guys are openly playing like a caricature of this type of character. Right, right, right. Not you, not you, Jam. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. But no. the interaction between Michael Sheen and his son. Oh, those are great. Yeah. You put, I wish, the show is not all that. Can't so, be. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, all right. Uh, his number seven, Ed's number seven is uh, Finding Nemo. Uh, not on this list. Okay, Thomas Newman's score. The score for this film is so unique, it sounds as if the ocean comes to life. Newman infuses majesty and wonder to the underwater world that is both fascinating and frightening. I agree. Does a great job. Thomas Newman's score for uh, Phenomenon is great, too. I just recently watched that again for the first time in a while. Yeah, I love that movie. Love that movie. I got a weird soft spot for that and Michael. I I didn't like Michael as much. I like Phenomenon. Yeah. But they're both like when Travolta had a comeback. Yeah. It's kind of nice to see Travolta. Right. So, yeah, agreed. Even though Michael's not good, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're okay with it. It's better than Broken Arrow, <sighs> fuck, which I will never watch again. Just about a million of his films are better than Broken Arrow. I know, he's done. He's in a weird place. Yeah, nowadays. Um, I've heard mixed things about The Fanatic or whatever that is. Oh, yeah? I know a few people that swear by it. Okay. And everybody else is like, doesn't, doesn't connect. I need to see it. feels like there's something it. there, but it's not good. Okay. Um. All right. So then uh, his number six adds is Unbreakable. Not on my list. That's a good score. James Newton Howard, not your typical superhero score for a movie that is not your typical superhero movie. Maybe it's because I saw this movie with my hero, my dad, sitting beside me. But the track Unbreakable, where David Dunn begins to embrace his powers, 
is one of the most exhilarating musical moments I've ever had in cinema. To, I agree completely. To hear that same musical cue at the end of Split while sitting next to my oldest son made the hair on my arm stand straight up. Such a brilliant and moody but emotionally moving score. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that moment is so great because the score, uh, his score is embracing the emotional journey that David Dunn has been on throughout the film and where he's finally ready to step up and the score gets louder as he does the things yeah. that he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally inspirational. Agreed. Uh, all right. At seven, he has uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, great score. Not on this list, but great score. Yeah, man. This is why we've never done this type of show. Yeah. So far, we have no commonality. Yeah, I know. This is going to be fun. And it's like scattershot. Yeah. They're both across numerous genres, yeah. numerous like going, nobody's wrong so far. Yeah, no, no, of course not. Subjective nature. <laughs> I man. know. So, yeah. uh, Blade Runner twenty four, uh, twenty forty nine. Rather, he says, um, uh, "Let's see. I know another score that had me feel more than this. Mm. Besides my number one, with songs like Hijack, Seawell, and all the best memories of hers, Hans Zimmer made a beauty score that I could listen to any time. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's it's everything about that from the score the cinematography to the acting yeah. to the casting choices to the story to the it's I it's don't know it's so good man never I'd, to me it's better than the original okay uh, I'm not gonna fight you on that and I it's one of those of I didn't think the original needed a follow up yeah yeah we're big Denise stands you and I like oh yeah he's never done a film we haven't liked I don't, I don't think. think so that yeah. I've seen. Yeah. May not have seen everything of his. I think there's one that I'm missing. Enemy. I haven't seen Enemy. That's the only one I haven't seen. Is that the Gyllenhaal? Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. Either. I haven't seen that one. Once I see that, that, that's it. It'll close the loop. And Dune's getting all kinds of positive responses. Hence making my most anticipated, dude. Yeah. This guy crushes. I love everything you do. You're right. He does. Sicario is dope. Yeah. The Arrival is dope. Arrival's great. It, uh, you do good work. Yeah. Sicario 2 was fine. Yeah. Sicario 2, well, he wasn't, he I didn't know. shoot it, but, but yeah, he's involved. Yeah. Uh, all right, what's your number six? Six is Gladiator. Ooh, good choice. Yep, great choice. Uh, no, not on this list. All right, this is one of my favorite movies, and the score just brings uh, it to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Tracks like Elysium, The Wheat, and Now We Are Free are so peaceful and calming. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good choice. I mean, I have to assume The Wheat is when he's in his dream state walking through that wheat field. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he's dropping the names of the song. I know the scenes they come in. I don't yeah. know, you know, yeah. specifically the, the tracks themselves. Yeah, yeah by yeah. name. It's not like it's the, the Emperor's March, right? Like, <laughs> I get that. That one I know. Yeah, there yeah. are some where you can just say the name, and be like, "Gotcha." Yeah. But uh, the wheat. Sorry, not your jam. No, well, it's not not my jam. It's I'm, I can't. Well, knowing two, two together. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I only have like five scores on my iTunes. I don't have any. Really? Okay. I'll, I'll go back and every once and again. Sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Put it on or whatever. But yeah. Star Wars would be kind of like that. I guess, you know, uh, obviously I, I think I guess of Daft Punk's mm. Blade Runner. Right. Not Blade, but Tron, Tron Legacy is yeah. different in my head because they were so established and this is basically like, oh, you just had Daft Punk do a Daft Punk op- album yeah. and have it be a part of the movie. Type yeah, thing. exactly. Uh, all right, uh, Ed's number five is Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl from Hans Zimmer. Not on my list. All right, no soundtrack listing could be complete without a Hans Zimmer score. If you're looking for a film score that you can work out to, this would be among the best to get your heart rate up. There you go. Right. I like it, Ed. Yeah, it's a yeah. great choice. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I like it too. It's it's a really good score. Uh, all right, what's your number five? Uh, well, he wrote The Avenger without an S. Oh, whoops. 
but then gave a description for the Avengers. <laughs> so you're all over the place, my man. Uh, one of my uh, let's get I I I could have put several MCU uh, movies in sure. even any of the Avenger movies, but the Avengers theme just gets me every time I hear it. It pumps me up anywhere and anytime. Well, the it does the horn coming the bum 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 bum. It's just like it, you can do it subtle as little nods when certain moments happen to mm-hmm. let you know like this is a good thing for the Avengers. <laughs> but the crescendo in Endgame. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's. It, it's always impressive to me when they have such a full understanding of the music mm-hmm. to when builds like that, you can get to this huge crescendo yeah. at the very end. And music that we've heard numerous times can still inspire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's it's damn good. Absolutely. It's a good choice. Uh, as number four is Tomorrowland. Not on my list. Okay. Interesting choice. Michael Giacchino, uh, this may be an out-of-the-box choice. There you go. Especially when uh, Giacchino has so many phenomenal scores. When I'm looking for inspiration, I can't do much better than a film and a score that was written to be unapologetically optimistic. The score communication communicates, sorry, a, the score communicates a strong feeling of positivity that the world around us des- desperately needs more of. All right. I like that. That's actually a really good reason why to choose that, uh, that uh, score and put it that high on your list. So. I hardly remember the score. Well, I've only seen it once. Mm-hmm. Me too. I didn't like it that much. No, I, it's one of those uh, Brad Bird coming in. You got George Clooney yeah. taking an idea from Disney and spinning your own reality out of it. So like pirates just yeah. could be super interesting. Right. And uh, it just fell flat for me. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, all right. Well, sure. Wait. Am, am I? No, my That's four, four. Yeah, what's your four? Is uh, Toy Story. All right. Not on the list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Will we have one? There, therein lies the question. That's a good question. Um, he says, I think I just saw Toy Story at the right age, and it brings back great family moments for me, and the score especially. You've got a friend in me. Uh, help with that feeling. Yeah. Why not? 100%. I mean, it's such a good score. Randy Newman was the perfect choice. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's true. Uh, the marriage between the two. Yeah. Because he can impart all the heart that you need and also the, kind of the slight comedic, even kids – Get the comedic, yeah. his you know his pattern, his style, his uh, his patois, so to speak, within <laughs> the song itself implies a comedic patois. tone. But you know he's still singing about real things. Yeah, I mean that song about um, even the song he throws in in the middle of the with the middle, a little bit of score in the middle of it. Uh, I will go sailing no more. Mm-hmm. When he's like, no, not me. That blah, 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 blah. and then he and then boom right down and and it's just quiet and he goes clearly I will go sailing no more it just holds the no mm-hmm. holding the no well, it's like, like a big hound dog <sighs> yeah yeah right no, no. you're sitting there listening to it going oh he's good man he knows yeah, he knows does. how to play with his vocal range mm-hmm. um, I wish he had more hits because I loved the songs that were hits like I loved. Sure, people. I love. I love L. I love L. I, dude, the unironic playing of the <laughs> yeah. ironic song at the end of Lakers games. Right, right. Oh best. no, Dodgers games too. Every time they win, they play that game. I uh, play that song. Right, but it's he's making fun of L. A. in that whole yes. song. Yes, <laughs> the whole time. The homeless guy under the overpass. We love it. Just yeah. And he just calls out streets, and people are stupid. Santa Monica, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because more often than not, the average person just here and be like, "I live in Santa Monica." Doesn't Hell he yeah. say a big nasty redhead by my side? Could be. <laughs> yeah, I think he could does. be. 
Uh, all right, Ed's number three is a Superman from 1978. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> not on the list. Not on my what? list. How do you not have Superman on your list? Uh, John Williams, of course. It's my own rules that limited my mentions of the master to only two on this list when his music could have easily dominated it. Deny it if you like, but whose chest does not swell up a little with pride when you hear the first trumpet of this iconic score? They made us believe that a man could fly. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I love the Superman score. It's the best part of the movie. Oh, my God. Here we go. It is. It's the best part of the movie. Here we go. It's like Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> How dare you? How fucking dare you? Are you trying to say Eye of the Tiger is the best part of Rocky Three? Get the fuck out of here. Look, there's only Rocky Four, and the rest of them can suck it. <laughs> That's just all there is to it. Uh, it's an insane person. No, it's Rocky Four when he <sighs> defeated communism. And the yeah. Rest, the rest is, you know. I would cut that speech out of that movie. For the sands of time. What? If I can change? Oh, God. I would have cut that out in a heartbeat. Dude, that's him relating to a foreign people. That's diplomacy. Oh. And apparently you don't like peace. I don't. I don't believe in it. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> All right. What's your number three? Uh, three is Braveheart. Oh, great choice. Not on this list. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Braveheart is one of those ones that's on my iTunes. I, love, I used to listen to Braveheart before those Schmodown matches. It would get me in the right mood frame. You're, yeah, you're you're singing to the choir yeah. on that one. Right? Such a great score. It will work for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And those people that now, like, that are younger, go back and like, I watched Braveheart. Like, it was good. You're like, really? <laughs> Dude, that movie works so many different ways. Yeah, it does. So many different ways for me. Yes, I know it's historically inaccurate. I don't yes, give a shit. I don't care. I didn't it's find so out until good. years later and it doesn't appreciate my affection for the movie. Right. Like he falls in love twice and I understand him falling in love with both those women. Mm. And he had a genuine connection. And that's in the middle of this super gory yeah. historical battle yeah. type of thing. And bringing in Longshanks and just the, hit this too. That's ruthless, man. That is fucking ruthless. That dude is a cancer on earth. Yes. And he should be removed. Let's yeah. excise that tumor. <laughs> the tumor of Scotland. Exactly. It's full of Scots. just said, yeah. And just, oh, you can, yeah. you can do it soft. You can bring it in high. When he screams freedom and the music oh, swells, yeah. just like, dude, this fucking movie. The drum beats, too. <laughs> You hear that fucking strain underneath? So good. I mean, just an excellent score. One of the rare ones that make my iTunes list. Uh, all right. Um, number two here is The Rocketeer. Not on my list. There you go. From James Horner. Still a film I haven't seen. I need to watch this film. You don't. <laughs> it's Honestly, it's good. It'd be better if I was even five, six years younger when I had seen it. Yeah. I, I think most of its magic will be lost on you. There'll be certain aspects where you're like, that looks cool as shit. Right. Like this whole sequence, but... I don't know if memory serves. I saw it just a few years ago again. Okay. So it's a little ham, hammy at times. Okay. Okay. Like they're really playing the stereotype of the Hollywood type of. Well, PJ is writing questions for this season of the Schmodown, uh-huh. and he loves this fucking movie. So just like Skaliski, when yeah. he loves a movie, and he's, they'll he's, go into the questions. So yeah, he's I like gotta watch seven, this. eight years younger than I am, I right. believe. Right. Maybe 10, but it's like you grew up as a kid. I could totally get. Yeah. I would have loved this too. Yeah. I'm oh. try- I was trying to survive without having ever seen the film in the Spodan, and now I don't think I can. So. Why not just 
study it without watching it. Mm, yeah, I can go to Wikipedia, I suppose. It's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Uh, it's from, from James Horner, the score. Horner is uh, another composer that could easily have his own uh, top ten. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, top ten. Uh, let me get back to it real quick. Uh, I scanned away from it. Uh, but the only reason I chose this score over Star Trek Two. <sighs> Yeah, that's a mistake. Is that I find it just a bit more inspiring. It has all the adventure he wove into his Star Trek score, but it was also filled with the wonder and optimism he infused in his score for Field of Dreams. All right. I understand. I understand. Star Trek II is still a better score. I don't care what you say. It's still a better score, but I understand. You already tacked this man once. It didn't I, end up well I, for right. you. You know? He... He's got his, his defense. Mrs. Buskirk, I apologize profusely I mean, for attacking you know, her his husband. His battlements <laughs> are, are tested, and they've been they've, they proved pretty fucking sturdy. So you might want to, you know, figure out a different route. Maybe I need to go visit Ed and watch a movie with Ed and his yeah. wife in that, in that uh, 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 theater that they've set uh, up yeah, in their house detour, to make up for them. Detour past this. This strategic outpost and just <laughs> take down the next one. That's right. That's all. All right. What's your number two? Two is Star Wars. Uh, which one? Just says Star Wars. Oh, okay. That's the number one, I guess, because Ed's number one. <laughs> I think we do. I think we do. Ed's number one is episode four, New Hope. So please go ahead. Yeah. Uh, he said, honestly, not just for the iconicness, not sure if that's a word, but uh, from the main <laughs> theme to Princess Leia's theme to the throne room, end title, there's not a bad piece of music in the movie. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Who is going to disagree? Like right. we just said, this is the one where I know. Yeah. When you say, you know, throne room, boom, I got you. Yeah. You're in. You don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Although in, in Star Wars and New Hope, is there a throne? That would be, what, Return of the Jedi? Maybe. There is no throne room that they go to. Does Vader sit in when the mask is coming on his head? Is that That's Empire, in, isn't is it? Is that Empire? Okay. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. So maybe he's talking about Star Wars' the entire trilogy or whatever, or the entire nine films. Yeah, maybe. It yeah. just says Star Wars in general. He was specific. It's copping out a little bit. but Yeah, right. but in my head, A New Hope is Star Wars. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's the way it always was until it, yeah. it became. Episode no, no, no it's part of a story, uh, right. you know, overall story. Right. Um, Ed says, uh, say what you will about the movies, but John Williams' scores for the Skywalker saga are no perfect. You can really insert any Star Wars score here, but I chose the very first for the particular moment when Luke looks at the twin setting suns on Tatooine and longs for his adventure to begin. That lone French horn that swells into the entire orchestra still gives me goosebumps each time I hear it. Nice. Uh, what's your... That was the one. Two? That was so the my one. one is Lord of the Rings. Wow, nice. Okay. Once again, it just says Lord of the Rings. <laughs> So are we saying fellowship? Are we saying two towers? You going Hobbit? Yeah. Yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. not. You're copping out a little bit. Um, if, well, he opens with uh, all of them. I can't separate them. Okay. Uh, these are my favorite movies of all time. The score by Howard Shore is like love making to my ears. Whoa. At least for me. Yeah. Uh, you have a sweeping epic music like The Shire, Bag End, Rivendell, and The Road Goes On. Mm-hmm. You have music that fill you with terror with tracks like The Fight of uh, Urukai. Uh, Maria or Mariah, yeah, because I done dumb or the Nazgul, just a great score. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. yeah, no, Lord of the Rings is who's it's, gonna who's how can you fight with any? Well, of I've never complained about the score in Lord of the Rings. There hasn't been one on his list where I'm like, this doesn't deserve to be on the list. Right, right, and yours as well. It's, yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's they're all excellent choices. Right, which makes it impossible. Which means we'll probably have to flip a coin once, but everything else. It's just kind of like going down the list. Because Star Wars will obviously be number one. Correct. Right? All right. What do you want to do? So then what's his number one again? Lord of the Rings? 
Lord of the Rings. I'm cool with that at two. All right. Uh, he's just saying the Lord of the Rings. Bit of a cheat, but that's all right. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Um, what's your next highest? Rocketeer at two, but I kind of want to put Superman there higher. We're allowed to do that, right? We said we can. I mean, we can do whatever we want right. to. Superman goes higher. I'm trying to refresh this list. Sorry, Ed. Gun. Sorry, sorry, Mrs. Buskirk. There it is. You had. You want to do? I want to leapfrog Superman into the. Well, I would. Okay, so you're okay. saying for number three for the next spot? Yeah, I would take personally Braveheart over Superman, and that's my three. Okay, I'm cool with that. So the Braveheart then Superman. Yeah, yeah, that's fine with me. And once again, that's the best part of Superman. So I'm not fighting oh. just Braveheart. So wow, water. Yikes! Uh, I have Rocketeer two now. Okay, so you want to do that there? Yeah. Because we have no commonalities. So. Right, right, right. All right. What do you have next? My next highest would be four, Toy Story. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All the sense in the world. What's your next highest? Tomorrowland. At four. Okay. So we're just going to do this back and forth? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, my five is next. Yeah, what's your five? The Avengers. Yep, Totally. Your next highest? Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. It's called Dip. Puncils. All right, and finally, oh, uh, I've got my six Gladiator. I've got my six Unbreakable. I'll go with Gladiator. Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. You're in Elysium. Uh, done and done. Boom. All right, let's do this thing. Uh, the top 10 inspirational scores on the relist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. At number 10. Gladiator. At number nine. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. At number eight. The Avengers. At number seven. Tomorrowland. At number six. Toy Story. At number five. The Rocketeer. At number four. Superman. At number three. Braveheart. At number two. The Lord of the Rings. And our number one inspirational score on the relist is... I guess we'll say A New Hope. A New Hope. Star Wars A New Hope. That works for me as well. Well, thank you to Ed and thank you to... Uh, who's the other gentleman? Well, uh, Robert Haley for, yeah, for uh, setting us up with the topic, and yeah. Eric Bloor for his list. Eric Bloor. We thank all of you, and once again, to Mr. Alex Akos for helping us put everything together over yes. Patreon. We thoroughly appreciate it. And Joe Abara, Mike Shea that helped us with the back end on the show, and Kristen mm-hmm. Smith and Matt Hasso with everything that you help us do with social media. We can't thank all of you enough. Yeah. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this relist. we got another one coming up for you next week. And uh, main show is on Tuesday. Make sure to listen to that. In London, if you want to come out, May 2nd, uh, the show is at 8 o'clock. Tickets are 30 pounds. Go to kingsplace.co.uk. Get your tickets there. It's a big, it's a gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous 400-seat <laughs> theater. We're pretty sure we're going to easily sell this out. So jump on your tickets now. We've already got numerous people saying, hey, it's me, and I'm bringing like five, six people, and we're coming from Manchester and coming from – got people coming from all over the EU again. 
a few people that missed last year because of family issues and emergencies have already reached out and be like, I bought tickets. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm coming hell or high water. Yeah. Unless another terrible family tragedy happens. <laughs> God, let's hope not. Yeah, that's what they're implying. And like, that's what I did. Fingers, you know, fingers fucking crossed. Yeah, exactly. Toes crossed, all of it. Yeah. We'd love to meet you. Yeah, so, and there may be some Liverpool people coming. That's for damn sure. There's people from Liverpool who are coming in with their with their Liverpool jerseys, Liverpool memorabilia. I want to see some Liverpool colors out in the audience. Personally. That's, hell yeah. Personally. And uh, yeah. from my team, Arsenal, guys, let's get out there and let's roll it out deep. This team this week, yeah, I know. I know. I chose Arsenal, for, just arbitrarily. Fully, that's it. Just there's no going back. By the way, if you choose I know. it, I know All because right. the dumbest reason possible. I love the name. I love the iconography. I love just the, the fact that in a world where we had to lose bullets, yeah. Somebody is still Arsenal. <laughs> That's awesome. You, you guys respect, are just like, fuck off. You respect the stones of that. Well, it's look, it's not Redskins. No. Well, true. That's for sure. It's not Indians. I'm not going to defend it. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. That needs to change. Agreed. I understand why bullets was changed. Right. You Arsenal, understand it. Don't agree with it. I agree well, with you. Well, I, I, it's a game that you're trying to lure kids into. Right, right, right. It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Arsenal is more palatable. So if they were the Washington Arsenal— <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. If they changed that, I'd be like, come on, Arsenal can mean so – it could be a metaphorical Arsenal. That's true. That's true. doesn't have to – like a bullet It's kind of yeah. a specific connotation. But they do have a cannon in their they logo. Do. So they do. They're very, very clear what Arsenal they are. Cannon is also technology that if it's not on a ship, we don't use it. So it's kind of cute. That's true. It's quaint. It shows a strength but not a usable strength. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, how they play know. nowadays. Uh, agreed. All right. Well, uh, that's it. Thanks so much for listening to uh, me and Matt on The Relist. 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 <laughs> <laughs>